Everybody join me right now is Ernie Vertimos, the program trader at programmedtrader.com. Not because he can't spell, but because his both domains registered. One with one M and one with two M's. And I'm just dragging this out. It's Ernie Vertimos. Ernie, how are you? I'm doing great, Don. How you doing? I'm good. I'm drinking right now a glass. It's my fourth glass in the last 24 hours of a V8 drink called... I think it's called Simply Greens, and the number one ingredient is water, and the next ingredient is pureed spinach. Oh, that sounds interesting. I mean, I, I love spinach. Um, I've never really been a fan of the uh, those veggie juices, though, or the, those vegetable juices. Yeah. I like V8. Well, you know, I I thought at first it was going to be terrible, and the first, the or the, my first taste of it, it was terrible. It was shocking at how. Uh, kind of bright and bold the flavors were but mm. now on my fourth drink my fourth glass of it it's actually pretty good and there's no added sugar it's got like carrots and uh, probably got some kale well in you there. know in carrots there's tons of sugar mm. that is true there is but it's not uh, simple sugar it's not processed sugar no it's the good sugar it's a good sugar <laughs> i don't know why i was telling you that i think i don't know you were, you were asking me how i was doing or something is that it yeah. Okay. I'm doing good. Now I know the rest of the story. Well, the part of the story. The other part of the story is is that for the last two weeks, I've been on this health kick where I've been doing push-ups every day. Now, go back a month ago, and I couldn't even do one push-up. Now, after the last two or three weeks of doing them every day, I start off in very small increments. I think the most recent uh, session I did was like 15. Now, to be fair... I'm doing them up against a chair. I'm not on the ground yet. <laughs> oh, okay. So you're doing them elevated. I'm doing elevated. But yeah, that I, takes that leverage takes a little bit away. Well, but I, I couldn't do anything. You know, a month no, that's ago. great. I mean, that you're doing something. Yeah. I mean, that's fantastic. I'm kind of on a health kick too, uh, but mine isn't um, exercise related. I, I do trail walks a lot. Although the past week I haven't been doing so much, I got to get back into it. Um, you know, we have a dog and we have, we live in the middle of the woods, the trail's big, but my health kick thing now is, um, consuming water. So I bought myself this uh, thing. It's called the hydro flask. It's a 40 ounce, uh, uh, thermos basically with a little sippy end to it. And, you know, I, everyone's saying, yeah, you got to drink eight cups of water, but I hardly drink any water. And uh, I've noticed a real big difference just in the last two days. It seems I've literally flushed my system. Mm. Yeah, well, I don't drink any pop. I don't drink any alcohol. And I don't drink any coffee. I don't drink, like, Kool-Aid or anything. My my drinks are water. And I don't drink milk. Um, water, and like this V8, you know. But mm -hmm. uh, when I when I got off... Drinking pop 20 years ago, that was a big change. I lost a lot of weight. Yeah, pop, that's that's a great term, you know, because we don't call it pop around here. We call it soda. Soda. Well, you know, in the south, well, okay. <laughs> in the south, if you went to a restaurant in my hometown, they would ask, what kind of Coke do you want? In other words, they don't, <laughs> they don't ask what pop or soda you want, so what kind of Coke do you want? And So, so Coke was the generic term? Yeah. So, so what kind of Coke, a waitress said, what kind of Coke do you want? And you'd say, well, I'll take a, I'll take a Pepsi. 
Well, that would hmm. be generic. I'll, I'll have a cream soda. A cream soda. Is that a type right. of Coke? That is, well, that would be an answer to what kind of Coke you want. Well, uh, of course, in other parts of the country, it's pop, and then where you live, it's soda. But they all sound kind of weird, don't they? Like, soda sounds kind of weird to me. Yeah, well, you know, soda came from soda fountain. I'm not sure where pop came from. Maybe pop comes from little bubbles. The sound it makes when you open it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So people listening right now are thinking, what are these guys talking about? But it was all planned. We're talking about trading. And right, it was all planned because we went from how you doing to the V8 to the exercise to the pop to the soda to the pop and the sound it makes. And that takes us to the market today, which popped. Oh, God, did it pop. It did. And, and do you know and do you know why it popped? Um I uh magic? Okay. So first of all, yesterday I was expecting a down day. Um mostly because our economic reports that have been coming out lately have been really on the on the negative side. Wait, wait, and... stop, stop, stop. You have to stop that around here. We have to really get you in line. You can't admit to expecting something that didn't happen. You have to start. Well, you have to start I, claiming I, that you were you right. Have to develop some kind of a bias, right? I mean, it, of, of course, your bias can change on a whim if things change, and they have to. But when you're going into something with anything, uh, you, you develop a bias based on your experience and uh, the things that have happened and the evidence before you. I mean, it's it's only natural. So I had this negative bias going into it, and then in the morning, uh, that kind of bore out too because uh, we had some really bad negative economic reports. We had a negative GDP reading. We had a, a negative, um, uh, what do they call it? The uh, 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 big goods. What do they call those? You know, uh, 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 industrial goods, I think, or uh, durable goods. Yeah. A negative durable goods reading and negative um, sentiment reading. All really, really bad. And you would expect the market to go down. Plus the night before we had Amazon that had uh, a poor uh, showing on their earnings report and took a slashing in the uh, in the aftermarket. And Amazon's a big company and that has a tendency to move the rest of the market. That's why I had a negative bias going in. Yet, when the market opened, what did it do? It went up. All day. Why? Do you know why? It went up because Japan overnight decided to uh, go the negative interest rate route. They have cleared the path for all the major economic uh, nations out there. Now negative rates is okay. Okay, but you see, okay, let's talk about Japan. If that's the reason, Japan has been a zombie for the last 30 years. So so that now that they're deciding to go even more zombie, that's exciting to somebody? What, well, what, what part zombie of- or no zombie, they're still an economic force. They're the third largest economic force on the planet. Oh, I, I, okay, I, I understand that. But if you look at the totality... I'm not arguing that that's not the reason why Wall Street is said to have rallied today. But I'm just saying something which has been a the modus operandi for an economy for as long as I've been alive, basically. Um, that's now because they, they're just sort of codifying something that has been on their lips for 30 years. That's now why the market rallied today? I mean, do you actually believe that? Do you think that's what took place today? Well, what else could it be? It was the only significant thing. Plus, it opens the door up for the United States and the Fed to now accept negative interest rates. I mean, we took um, we took our lead, the, the lead from the Japanese in, in this whole idea of printing money, right? I mean, they've gone overboard with that, and that's exactly... 
That's the game plan of the Fed. And it seemed like they were running out of tools and things that they could do. Um, and, and really, the only thing they had left was to try to um, get back into increasing interest rates, which has been a complete disaster, by the way. Mm -hmm. But now Japan has opened up a new tool for the Fed to practice. They, they the Fed, could, if they uh, go back uh, to uh, zero interest rates, they can now go negative. Yeah. Uh, this, this is the thing, and I've debated others on this, going to negative interest rates. There's no need for that. The Fed does not need to go to negative interest rates. They yeah, can. Don, I don't think there's any need for the Fed to sit there and try to tweak everything. No, 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 I, no. Wait, no, wait. I, I, let me finish. I, what I'm, what I'm saying. I'm not a proponent of it or no, anything. I'm, I'm just saying, saying that it's no. all, you know, it's all a, a, a ruse. No, no. I, I agree with you on that. What I'm, what I'm saying is they don't need to go to negative interest rates to do what they're doing anyway. They can. They've got TARP, which over in Japan they don't have TARP. They've got TARP here. They've got the handouts, the giveouts, the bail, bail, the the giveaways, the bailouts, all that. They've got the Fed can loan trillions of dollars off their balance sheets that we'll never know about. They don't have to do negative interest rates. They could even raise interest rates and behind the scenes continue to do other stuff which has the effect of negative interest rates. Oh, sure. I mean, for instance, QE. They were going the QE route for a while and people were getting all in, up in arms about that. And they felt like they were painted into a corner. They couldn't do QE anymore. So they said they, they were going to stop it. But, and in fact, they've continued it, but it's behind the scenes because all these bonds that are maturing, what do you think they do? They reinvest them. Mm -hmm. That's just another form of extending QE without saying that they're doing QE. Well, you think, in other words, the, 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 the conventional story today is because Japan is tacitly saying we're going to negative interest rates. And by the way, it's minus 0.1%. And what that means is commercial banks are going to be charged. The benchmark rate of minus 0.1% means commercial banks will be charged by the central bank for deposits. Right. So you're saying that stimulated Wall Street because Wall Street thinks, oh, the Federal Reserve will do the same thing. Oh, no, no. I didn't say that that's why the market went up. That, oh, I thought, so what you, I thought you were saying that's why the market went up. No. It, well, it, it went up because they went to negative interest rates. And I think the implication is that uh, Japanese goods now will be cheaper. Oh, okay. So, so you're not making the argument that Wall Street's expecting the Fed to do the same, right? Or, or are you? I am making that argument as well. I'm saying that now it adds um, credence that hey, one of the major industrial powers in the world has adopted this as as a, a standard. Now we can. I mean, yeah, you know, that's, that's I'm not, not saying it's not happening. It's not happening. And yeah, by the way, I don't know. Well, I not, think it is. We'll, we'll, I think we're going to see negative interest rates. No, we're not. But listen, we'll, let's take this up. We're, we're uh, up against a break here. Let's take a break here. Be right back. And when we come back, we'll talk to Ernie about why he thinks negative interest rates are coming to the States. I disagree, completely disagree. We'll talk about why in just a moment. A moment. Be right back. Mr. Clean gets rid of dirt and grime and grease in just a minute. Mr. Clean will clean your whole house and everything. Floors, doors, walls, halls, white sidewall tires, and old golf balls. Sinks, stoves, bathtubs, he'll do. He'll even help clean laundry, too. Mr. Clean gets rid of dirt and grime and grease in just a minute. Mr. Clean will clean your whole house and everything that's in it. Can he clean a kitchen sink? Quicker than a wink. Can he clean a window sash? Faster than a flash. Can he clean a dirty mirror? He'll make it bright and clearer. Can he clean a diamond ring? Mr. Clean cleans anything. Mr. Clean gets rid of dirt and grime and grease in just a minute. Mr. Clean will clean your whole house and everything that's in it. 
Constipation can be a problem for anyone, even doctors. And when constipation occurs, it's interesting to see just what doctors consider important about a laxative they might use or recommend. Well, a majority of the doctors we heard from had this to say. A laxative should be effective, gentle, close to natural acting. A medicine that can be used with complete confidence. Now, X-Lax has been popular with many doctors and millions of people over the years because chocolated X-Lax is effective. Overnight, it helps you toward your normal regularity. X-Lax is so gentle, so close to natural acting, there's no upset. That's why many doctors and millions of people use X-Lax with complete confidence. X-Lax, the laxative that helps you toward your normal regularity, gently, overnight. Back, it's Ernie Veritimos of the Programmed Trader. I'm gonna, I'm gonna keep emphasizing, Programmed. <laughs> the Programmed Trader. That's one M, not two. And I'm gonna have to change the name of my website. Aren't you posting these at something else called HowToTradeForAliving.com? Yeah, this this podcast is uh, HowToTradeForAliving.com. Okay, HowToTradeForAliving.com. And All it can right. also be found on iTunes. On iTunes, that 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 almost makes it feel kind of official, you know, you It see, is. It absolutely is official. I see on on um, all over the place on TV and stuff. You know, as you know, find us on iTunes. So I guess find us on iTunes. Yeah, there's a great show, uh, a talent show on TV called The Voice, and um, all the songs that they sing there immediately go on iTunes too. iTunes is a great tool I, I think the software itself could be anyways that's that's another that's a whole other conversation yeah but we were talking about negative interest rates yeah and i'm telling you they're not going to happen here at, well what back up the effect of negative interest rates might happen but well, the, the whole the whole purpose for negative interest rates is to try to fight to fight uh, def deflationary uh, tendencies in, a, in an economy and, and so it is japan's attempt to try to bring back inflation uh, to their economy so that they can get the, the thing moving, right? And I think, you know, the whole premise behind uh, a central bank trying to control what an economy does is, is circumspect. But in the same thing over here with the Fed uh, trying to control us with their, uh, with, with their monetary policy, um, I, I think it's all smoke and mirrors, to tell you the truth. Now, Right now, our Fed is pretending like we have inflation, and that's why they're increasing interest rates when it couldn't be further th th uh, from the truth. We don't actually have any inflation here. That's right. Um, <laughs> now, hold on. Let's wait, 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 stop on that point because you and I are just two guys talking about this stuff. And admittedly, you're smarter than me. You've got a PhD in something, I'm sure. I didn't get out of you know the second grade. So... I, I, but we're two guys who have figured this out. There is not inflation, and yet anyone – but you might argue the Fed is arguing that there is. They want to stave it off or whatever. What would that lead you to believe? Because there are some Ph.D.-level Mensa members, no joke, who are on the Fed. Gosh, they know what we know. Then why are they saying what they're saying? Right, I, mean, so, I, I, so I think I know the answer, but I want to know what you, what you think is going on. All right. Here's the story. You have these central banks that are trying to control or manipulate or guide economies, and they have a certain set of tools. Now, they've largely been failures at controlling or guiding an economy, all right? So they feel like they need more tools, 
And up to now, all the tools that they've had have not worked. Now, uh, Switzerland and Sweden, they, they were, were some of the first that came out with negative interest rates. Uh, but, you know, they were small concerns. They were kind of like a Petri dish experiment to see how they worked. And apparently there has been some uh, reports that it, it has had positive results. So now Japan is the first major economy to adopt negative interest rates. Now that in turn, puts it as a legitimate, it legitimizes it and puts it as a tool for the Fed, the central banks, the MFB, uh, the Euro, you know, the Euro, uh, China, everybody now can adopt this because oh, right. there's some legit legitimacy to it. Oh, wait, wait. I mean, another I, tool to, to sort of, um, create more vapor. So, so do you honestly believe, and I, I know this, that's always a leading, when, when someone says something, do you honestly believe it? It's almost an insult. I don't mean to insult you. But I just, I find it difficult to believe myself that anyone at the Fed is thinking, oh, well, thank goodness Japan did it. Now we can do it. No, no, <laughs> Japan no, no, no. That's, did not, it. that's they, not what it is at all done. It, see, the, the problem, the only real effect that these, uh, these uh, central banks have are the words that they use. All right? Well, the, the, the two, problem well, is you, they were running out of enough, their, their lexicon was limited. And so we're hearing the same old story and it's, and, and we're seeing, you know, Hey, we're data dependent. We're doing this, we're doing that, but then we don't see any positive effect. We see negative effects. But why do you, but, but you talk about this as if to suggest that the fed is rolling up their sleeves, trying to do something positive, keep quote, our economy on track, do something good for the American people. I mean, you talk about it in that way, and this is where I've got a distinct difference. Oh, no, 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 no. See, then, then you're misinterpreting what I'm saying. What I'm saying is that that is what they want us to believe. Okay, so tell me the truth. That, that's what I'm asking. Then what's, what's really going on? Because one of the you, you mentioned toolkit. Well, it seems like if they don't really think inflation is happening right now, then they're lying. And if they're lying, then the tool they're using is a lie. Oh, always lying. Okay. Always lying. That's fine. And we're, we're in agreement on that. So what's the end game? What's the well, actual Either goal? that or they're fooling themselves and, and they're the biggest idiots on the planet. Okay, Because that's everyone fine. knows what they do is, is a bunch of bull. And, and that's what I've been saying for years, uh, by the way, which is whether they're idiots or whether they're doing it on purpose, the results are self-evident. It's a disaster. Except for... Except for the bankers. So I ask you now, what then is the game plan? Because if there is not inflation and they're using tools right now, which they are arguing they're using because of inflation, then what's actually happening? See, the tools themselves have no real meaning, all right? It's the um, it's them saying that they're going to use the tools. It's the words. It's the vernacular. It's what they actually say that is what's moving the markets, Okay, but why? Back to the Fed. Because for some reason, there no. are people out there that actually believe them. Well, I'm, I'm asking what – okay, you said that the Federal Reserve <laughs> is – That's all I can think of. I mean, that's what it's got to be. No, no. I mean, it, Wall Street and, and, and these uh, big economic concerns actually believe what the Fed is telling them. But why is the Fed – okay, I understand because that. Because they have nothing else to believe in. No, no, no. Why is the Fed doing it? In other words, if the Fed knows what we know, that there is no inflation, right. why right. is it's the Fed human, doing this? It's human this? nature. It's, it, what it comes down to is that we can't keep our dirty, grubby little hands out of systems that work because we think we can make them work better. Now, see, I, this, is, this is where I think you're wrong on this because 
I think it's not about human nature except to say that it's about greed and power and they're doing what they're doing on purpose. Well, that's that's part of human nature, right? But uh, we, well, we well, think that we can manipulate the system in such a way. Look, no, but, they, they but, 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 but no, you know, the way you're talking but about you're, it. You're talking conspiracy now, Don. I mean, you're talking basically that they're there strictly to fleece everybody else yes. and then line the pockets of all their yes. friends. Yes, that's exactly what they're doing. Yes, I, I would say that there are people in there that that is their intent and there are probably good people there no, that, that's nobody. not their intent. There's They're nobody. not all in collusion. Yes, I mean, they, this are. Is, they are. They <laughs> are? Yeah, come on. I mean, there's all different types uh, in in our government. There are there are good people and there are bad people. And I, I would say that the majority of them seem like they're bad. It's like an eighty twenty rule. But the know? Fed is not our government. The Fed are, are private bankers. I mean, oh, they're part of the government. They are de facto part of the government. They're not part of the government. Ben Bernanke uh, says he worked under the uh, the Bush administration. What are you talking about? I mean, they're private That's the way bankers. they talk. They they get appointed by presidents. What's the difference? Well, the difference is they're not elected officials. That's number one. And number two, they are private corporations. Yeah, it's an end around. Yeah, I mean. Or a reach around. uh, (laughs) Everybody listening right now to Ernie Veritimos quoting (laughs) what's his name from Full Metal Jacket. (laughs) The scene I'm talking, you know the scene I'm talking about, right? Oh, I know the scene you're talking about in the bathroom. Yeah. And he says, if you're going to. Crazy stuntman. Yeah. If you're going to do that. You, you know, the least you could do is give me a reach around. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. How do we end up? Oh, because oh, you're talking about the, the, the bankers. Negative interest rates. Neg- negative this, in- is, this is what we get. We, we, we're sitting here de- trying to debate whether or not the, the Fed is actually a legitimate concern that is trying to do either the right thing or they are not at all concerned about that, that they're just um, in collusion with one another to line the pockets of all the factors. Which is what's happening. I mean, your, your argument would be they're either trying and failing or they don't know what to do and they're just flailing their arms. I'm telling you, they are purposely, they do things purposely such that the last hundred years ought to be proof that they will continue to line their own pockets and everything else is pablum. None of it is, it's all, it's all smoke and mirrors. And it's all designed. And see, you call it conspiracy. How is it conspiracy? I mean, have you seen Bill Still's documentaries about bankers and what they say? Have you listened yeah. to what they, they tell you right to your face? We're here to take your bread. And we don't care who the politicians are. We don't care what the, the, the topics of the day are. We don't care what the news is. We don't care what the social issues are. We're here to take your money. Why? Right, so there's an umbilical cord between the, the bankers and the Fed. And then the Fed, there is more than an umbilical cord. It's like they're conjoined twins with the government. But, but you, you see that as just sort of a, a sad sort of byproduct of, of greedy, dumb people. I mean, at some point... Well, people that are trying to um, make you know, valid, natural systems no. better. No, What? Look, did you really just say uh, no. make a valid natural system better? You think there's someone at the Fed, they walk in, they get around a table, and they're literally rolling up sleeves, and, and Janet Yellen walks in and goes, gosh darn it, today is the day we're going to make it work for the American people. We're going to make a better system. Come on, anyone if got the an camera's idea? On, that's what, if the camera's on, that's what they're going to be saying. <laughs> well, but yeah, but, but the cameras aren't on. So what's actually happening behind closed doors? You think they're trying to make things better. I think that there are some people that enter that um, that profession with good intention, good intentions, right? And then they become quickly uh, assumed, assumed by uh, you know the prevailing will, and they become assimilated with what 
they're really trying to do, and that's to try to manipulate the economy for um, whatever concern that uh, they feel is on, you know, their their ballywick. In other words, they're the the old adage that power corrupts and absolute power corrupts absolutely is is at work here, and therefore it all ends up the same. I mean, no matter how they walk in the front door, at the end of the day, out the back door, they're shoveling money. That's it. Yeah. Okay. Uh, we're up. Yeah, again. but I, but I'm I'm sure that there are people in the Fed that no. don't look kind upon that, no. that practice. No. No. I I totally disagree with that. I'm 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 being literal. I disagree. You think that unless they are completely complicit with the uh, with you know whatever the you know the underlying mission is that they're out that they're going to off them, which is probably true. What off them? What? <laughs> yeah. E- well, you know, either either you get in line. No, I don't think it's like the mafia or anything like that. I'm just saying that no, I think worse than the mafia. I think that if you're part of that organization, your job is to grift. <laughs> That's your job. <laughs> we're up we're up against a break. Uh it is uh Ernie and Chili D. It's trade for a living and we're taking a break. And when we come back, I want speaking of grifting, I want to talk about some news today about um Hillary Clinton. And get your take on that. We'll be oh, right back. Yeah. You worked too hard, you ate too much, the cheesecake made you greedy, but you're aching head and stomach here, this message from old Speedy. Alka-Seltzer, plop, plop, fizz, fizz, oh, what a relief it is. Plop, plop, fizz, fizz, oh, what a relief it is. Ah, those Speedy Alka-Seltzer bubbles burst into action to relieve your upset stomach and aching head fast. It was only as directed. Oh, what a relief it is. What a relief. Forefathers went to trading post three long days' journey to get powder and shot. Today I drive my Pontiac to town in a few minutes to see the latest Paris gown. Is this new Pontiac equipped with freewheeling? Naturally. Has it synchro silent second? Of course. Is the body by Fisher? Certainly. Well, apparently Pontiac has all the latest developments of automotive engineering. Absolutely. That is why Pontiac is today the chief of values. We're back. I'm going to talk about... I think where we left off a second ago was I used the word grifter. <laughs> and speaking of grifters, headline, now you know it's important when it's on the front page of, of CNN.com and Yahoo.com, 22 Clinton emails are now declared top secret. Oh, gee, surprise. Quote, the Obama administration confirmed for the first time Friday Hillary Clinton's home server contained closely guarded government secrets, censoring 22 emails that contained material requiring one of the highest levels of classification. In other words, higher than top secret. At, as, high, as high as it gets. No, no. Top secret is not the No, highest. no, no. I'm saying, I'm saying I, I don't know how high it gets, but as high as it gets, whatever. The, oh, okay. whatever. Uh, the revelation comes three days before Clinton competes in the Iowa presidential caucuses. Oh, man. <laughs> well, is there going to be an indictment? Well, here's my question for you. Uh, let me read the next uh, next sentence here, and then we'll talk about that. 
State Department officials also said the agency's diplomatic security and intelligence and research bureaus are investigating if any of the information was classified at the time of transmission, going to the heart of Clinton's defense of her email practices. But the Associated Press learned seven email chains are being withheld in full for containing, quote, top-secret information. The 37 pages include messages a key intelligence official recently uh, said concerned, quote, special access programs, end quote, highly restricted classified material that could point to confidential sources or clandestine programs like drone strikes. Okay, so I'm just, as a layman, standing back and asking this question, um, how can she run for president now? I mean, isn't this, how does she walk into a debate I'll tell you why. Because the establishment wants her. They don't want Bernie Sanders. On the Democrat side, they want Hillary. On the Republican side, they want Bush. All right. It doesn't matter that both of them have dropped to uh, poll levels of about 3% apiece. They, that's who they want. Well, I mean, I get that, but no, no pun intended here. But doesn't what's just happened here with these emails, Trump, the establishment, in some way, I mean, you, you, you have to make the case now that h- how do you elect somebody who's at least dumb enough? And a lot of people would say that more went on than just this. But if you're this dumb, can you be president? I mean, this is this is this is dumb on an epic scale. If what if what is, is alleged is true. I, well, I agree, <laughs> but it doesn't seem to matter. I mean, you know, you go back in, in history and look at uh, all the things that, um, that Hillary has done. I mean, it, it's amazing that, that she's been allowed to, you know, to, to see the light of day at all, for crying out loud. Right. Well, that, that's a great point. This article, this Associated Press article, ends with um, an interesting comment. Legal questions aside... It's the potential political costs that probably more concern Clinton. She has struggled in surveys measuring perceived trustworthiness, and any investigation buoyed by evidence of top, of top secret material coursing through her account could negate a main selling point for her becoming commander in chief, colon, her national security resume. And by the way, uh, this article hasn't been up for very long, and there's already 10,000 comments already on this article. This has got to resonate with people. And I, 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 first of all, and I'm being kind talking about the fact that this is a political problem more than a legal problem. But on the other hand, isn't this also a legal issue? Aren't there some serious problems with this? Well, yeah, absolutely. I mean, um, basically you're a leak for top secret confidential information that could jeopardize national security of course it is okay well that, then okay in, in that case i uh, mean it's tre- it's almost tre- it's treasonous what did they do with treasons you know a uh, hundred years ago well any any more i don't and it's funny you bring that up i was talking to someone today about about treason and he said this person i was talking to said he didn't think it was illegal to be anti-government or talk about overthrowing the government or whatever and i said no yeah jack it's called treason yeah, yeah, you, you, you can't, but of course we, we've lost the plot on that in the last, uh, you know where it all began? It right. all began, well, this is just part of the problem, but when, when Bill Clinton said it depends on what the definition of is is, mm. and here we are now, 20 years later, and we're reaping what we sowed with that. I mean, we live in a society where you are literally making a cogent, and I, I'm going to grant this to you, 
you're probably right. There's a lot of people out there that will say, well, this is no big deal. Yeah, I'll vote for her anyway. They've become care. completely desensitized. Okay, so when you look at the political landscape right now, you got Hillary Clinton, who ought to be, in my opinion, facing some charges of some sort, not just for this, lots of things over the years. Yep. And she is a front runner. Then you also have an avowed, publicly avowed socialist in Bernie Sanders, who can't even keep the Black Lives Matter folks from storming his podium. Now, I'm not making a comment about Black Lives Matter. I'm saying if you're not a, a, a man enough to say, listen, not on my podium, how can you be president? And then you got uh, Donald Trump, who he's what, a game show host? And he's had all these bankruptcies. Wow, a game show host is one of the things he's done. The guy's a, a legitimate businessman. Oh, what? Legitimate? How many bankruptcies has that guy been through? There are a lot of successful people that have gone through bankruptcy bankruptcies and failures. I mean, he started with a million dollars and now he's worth billions. I okay. mean, it's he, start, he started with dad's money. Let's just, whoa, whoa, whoa. He had a, a million dollar loan from his dad and that's what he parlayed into what he has today. Yeah. I, I can tell you that. I'm sure there's a lot more to it, but I mean. Well, hold on a second. But if you're going to compare his business prowess to say Hillary's business prowess. I'm I mean, not. No, 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 I'm not. I'm saying, um, can't the standard be higher? And I haven't even gotten to Jeb Bush or any of these other knuckleheads running. Can't the standards be higher? I'm just, isn't there anybody out there who can't, who doesn't come to the podium and go, listen, it is true, all of my businesses have failed. It is true, I've been bought and paid for by politicians and paid for and bought politicians over the years. And it's true, everything from Vince Foster to my email server and Benghazi. And I mean, is there anybody out there, anybody that's a decent, dude without some sort of rap sheet no there isn't because it, it, anybody with a half a brain that has actual morals and values uh would never get into politics because oh, yeah. it is it's antithetical to everything that they believe in by the way that that that's exactly right because i i do know some good folks who say listen i wouldn't run for office these days i'm not going to have everything i have smeared and you know run through the mud and all that and uh, so that, that is, that's exactly right. That's the problem. Good, good people won't run. And what you're left with are the dregs. And, and the reason for that is because we've turned politics into a, a power grab. Uh, by allowing um, politicians to stay in office for a long time and build up uh, an army, basically, mm -hmm. and, and, uh, and political power, um, it, they become entrenched. And then their policies become entrenched. And then everything else gets corrupted. That's the problem. We need term limits, real term limits. I mean, sure, you have term limits with uh, the president, and that's probably one of the better ones. But for Congress, there's no term limits. They can be in there for as long as they want. Yeah. It, and that's crazy. Back when, in, you know, in the old days, I, I, I know you don't like me using uh, the Founding Fathers days, but their whole idea was that you came in and you did service. You did your service, and then you went back to being a citizen. Mm -hmm. All right? Then you have people that are going in there for an altruistic reason, to go in there and do a job, because they have, they have nothing to gain from it other than to do that job, and, and their name will, will live on in infamy based on the job that they did. All right? So they're going to do the right thing, because they know that then they have to go back and then live with what they did. Yeah. And, of course, nowadays it's all about the payola. And I, I would say um, about, about the Founding Fathers, 
we can talk about them anytime you want to. I love that. So I don't know why you why would you think that I wouldn't want to talk about that? Well, one time you you besearched me for mentioning the founding fathers as <laughs> Oh, it's mocking. I mean, you take things so seriously. I forget. You're like I Mr. Literal. I, I I'm I, sorry. I, I'm sorry. I was joking about that. Um I, I I've said this every presidential cycle for the last this is three in a row now. I'll say it again. Here's what I want to see happen. I want to see Hillary Clinton and Donald uh, Trump on the same ticket with Bernie Sanders in there and Rand Paul. I want all of these folks on the same ticket, same White House, everything. I want I want this thing just to implode. I'm ready for just a total, just the walls caving in, the roof dropping, the earth cracking. That's what I'm looking forward to because this is what George Carlin talked about. It's what Bill Hicks talked about. A lot of these comedians a long time ago – and George Carlin said he wanted to get like a glass of lemonade and sit on a hill and watch it all just implode. That's what I want. Yeah. I, I want to see that. I want to see everything just come screeching to a halt. And now the sad thing is, is you and I are theoretically young enough to live through another generation of this nonsense. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's going to be interesting to see how it evolves. Uh, whether or not it's going to implode or explode, that's, that's a good question. Hmm. I, it, it seems like it has the makings for that. I mean, the the characters that we have involved seem so volatile. <laughs> right, right. You know, isn't it interesting? Think about this: an implosion and an explosion are opposites. Mm-hmm. But when it comes to the country you live in, you don't want either one, do you? No, of course not, because both implies something really bad. Both imply. All right, everybody. It's Ernie. Trading is it trade trading for a living or is it trading for a living? How did you spell it? Trading for a living, Don. Two D's or one? It's it's actually trade for it's how to trade for a living dot com. How to trade for a living? I might just on the screen spell how like H A U. (laughs) (laughs) Who? Wow. And okay, well enjoy your weekend and everybody have fun. Ernie, thanks for being here, and we'll see how it goes. And if you have any questions or comments. Send them to chilydshow at gmail.com, chilydshow at gmail.com, and I'll talk to you next week, Ernie. All right, Don. Take care.